seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Live radio contact. Welcome to this week's Devil in the Detail pop-up podcast. I'm Paul Whiteside. I'll just tell you what's on this, this, this short show. We've got the amateur report. We've got your three-word match reports from the game against St. Helens last Thursday. We've got an interview with Ian Watson discussing the, the, all the fallout from that game. And I've also got a bit of fundraising news from the summit for the Soul Lads. So uh, we'll start off with, uh, with the Watto interview from Thursday. <laughs> Coach's corner. Right, Ian Watson joins me. How would you describe that performance? I would say honest. Yep, a lot of endeavour. Yeah, lots of effort, lots of endeavour. Um, I thought we learned our lessons at half time, come out second half, we're a lot better. Um, potentially a little bit too late there as well. We just needed to be a little bit more patient in the first half. I thought we were kind of cracking them, but then we. We give a seven tackle set away where we kick the ball dead. The consistency with Settlers in the first half was they just kept putting you in the corners, putting you, turning you over, and then upping their intensity in defence. And that's something we need to be better, better at. We spoke about it half time, and I thought second half we were a hell of a lot better at that. I know they scored a couple of scrappy tries, which we're not happy about. Um, but I thought second half we were a hell of a lot kind of better in that area. A couple of tough calls, I thought, with it, with a couple of yeah. the tries. I think one came off. It looked like we'd not played at that ball. You know, the kick through there, and yeah. you know, the other one it hit Nile on his on his on his shoulder. So yeah, yeah they were tough calls, weren't they? Yeah, I, mean, I think there was more than a, a few tough calls. Well, I was being honest, conservative yeah. there with that. Yeah, I, like I said. I to take him out of the equation, um, I thought Saints were great today, mate, the way they defended. Um, I thought they showed what a champion, champion team should do in them kind of conditions and that kind of football. And hopefully we can learn from that a little bit because we, we've got a group there that can learn. Going back to the start of the game, Lee Mossop, yeah. was he a gamble today? No, no, he's, he's torn his hamstring. He's, um, it was his he foot. Probably his ankle in the, in the Yeah, he's, he's had a little problem with his foot. Um, but all the surgeons, all the physios that we spoke to, we spoke to loads of people. I just said it'll be a pain threshold, and he's fine, he's fine. But then on the back of that, you don't expect him to then pull his hamstring. So he's then pulled his hamstring, which is obviously um, a problem for us going forward now. Um, but George Griffin pulled his hamstring in the warm up as well. Daniel Murray so, came in, didn't he? Yeah, um, Daniel Murray just was 18th man, and then all of a sudden he just come in. I thought he did great. Daniel Murray, I thought he held his own against um, Saints Pack. Um, for a good 30 minutes there in the first half so credit to Daniel um, for doing that um, but yeah a little bit of a concern with the amount of hamstrings we picked up I don't know whether it's the changing surface from playing on a whole car pitch to playing on that surface there that surface is pretty flat and fast um, as some of the other surfaces you play on are a little bit sandy or a little bit heavier underfoot he seemed totally different conditions and it was like a, yeah. a blast to the past of the winter <laughs> rugby league really, yeah. wasn't it a really t- tough battle what did he make of Jansen Turk I know you don't like singling players out but 80 minutes again tonight and yeah. an all action display yeah I, th- I thought he was better tonight than he was probably against Hull KR um, I thought he did really well against Hull KR as well um, but I thought he was better again tonight I think he is getting better and he's getting more and more comfortable in our systems and in our environment 
moment. Um, so yeah, is a is a positive. But there was there was quite a lot of positives out there. We've gone up against a champion team there and a team that everyone's tipping to win a grand final. So the fact that we've gone up against them and held our own, I know the scoreline looks like it's a little bit more of a easier win for Saints, but probably our Saints certain players are questioning that. I think they'll tell you it wasn't that easy. Jackson Hastings gets a lot of plaudits for his attacking play, yeah. but what about that tackle? Yeah, to chase back there. No, I mean, that shows thing, yeah. his sort of attitude, doesn't it? That? Yeah, that's that's a big thing. It shows players actually. We we speak about that um, daily about your defensive attitude and you can do your special efforts like that. Can see on Niall on their kick um, on their scramble defence as well when Junior um, lost the ball. You know when Makinson went went through and he scrambled back. We, we've got guys who have got effort. If, if, we won the game at OKR last week because of certain things like we've shown the boys during the week there were some special efforts last week Jackson's always up there with the special efforts works really hard for the team on and off the ball um, and the other guys are buying into that mentality as well and that's what we want Catalan Dragons away next yep. Saturday now you've got eight days to prepare for that how do you go this week now about that stepping up because it's always a tough trip going on there isn't it yeah we, we, we need to get back doing a bit of training to be fair um, the thing is if you have a good training load you stop your players getting injured the thing with this week is we've not really been able to train because it's been such a short turnaround. Um, obviously playing OKR and then playing Saints on a Thursday. You've no time to kind of rest and recover and then do an actual decent session to get in. So everything's been a lot more psychological um, this week on the players. And then we had a little bit of a good run out on we light session on Monday and then we had a captain's run um, yesterday. But when you're going up against the Settlers, it's, it's probably not enough, really, to be fair. Um, but yeah, we'll go about it smartly this week, make sure that everyone's um, recovered up, um, come in tomorrow, have a little look at the game and then go from there. There's been a few rumours in the press this week about Ryan Briley. Has the club looking at looking at signing players at the moment? No. Mate, we'd, li we'd like to sign some players. We'd, you'd love to have kind of a, a backup in each position. Um, Look, I don't, I don't think there's anything happening um, there at, at this present time anyway. We'd like to bring probably a potentially another kind of middle in more than anything um, to help us out. Although we've got Adam Walker coming back in two weeks as well, which will be a big I was just going to ask you about Adam. Yeah. When is, his, when, is he training with us? Can he yep. train with the team yet? Or can he yeah, train he's been mate, yeah. looking outstanding in training, mate, to be fair. I'd have loved him to be fit Could to play today. Could he be that nasty middle that we're looking yeah. for? Yeah, I'd have liked for him to play today. Mate. He, he's different. Um, the players notice it in training as well. They see it in training. Robbie and them are already talking about playing off the back of him and stuff like with his offload. So I just can't wait for him to get back and get playing now, which hopefully will be a couple of weeks away. And you've had Adam Lawton out on loan at Rochdale yeah. Lawrence, and he's chipped him with a few tries as well. Yeah. He's a bit impressed in those games. Yeah, doing well, mate, to be fair. He's getting his movements a hell of a lot better around the field. Playing Super League, playing Championships, a completely different ball game, especially when you've got Roby running out at you at dummy half. But to be fair, he's looking very, very good at the moment at the Championship level. We need a bit more from him at that level before we can put him in at Super League. Well, that was Ian Watson speaking to myself after the defeat on Thursday night against St. Helens. Salford going down by 26 points to four. I've got the three-word match reports for you. Colin Reynolds, the scoreline flattered them. Man of the match, Jackson Hastings. I don't think you can argue with that, Colin. I thought Jackson Hastings was, was tremendous on Thursday night, particularly in defence, chasing back for that, that try-saving tackle that he did. I think it was on uh, was it on Tommy Makinson, the winger. I remember Percival. I think it was Percival and Makinson who made the break, but what a fantastic tackle that was. Paul Foster, Hastings was outstanding. Colin Wilson, top-notch Jeff man of the match Hastings Gary Williams good effort tonight man of the match was Jackson Hastings Adam Thomas Aubrey Saints front row man of the match Hastings 
Salford Mariner score flatters Saints. Chris and Janet Shenton, man of the match, Turgit, we played well. Another one there, Jan, uh, Jantin Turgit, I thought he put in another 80 minute performance and he, he's proving to be a really uh, a really hard working second row and he's uh, he's got a nice little kicking game on him as well and I think he's a, a player that can improve for us but uh, Jantin Turgit again uh, putting in a good display for us. Uh, Salford Mariner's on again here. Robbie's kicking has been crap in the last few games. Well, I'm not so sure. I think I think kicking's uh, crap's a bit a bit harsh, Salford Mariner. But I do know where you're coming from. I think a lot of the kicks on uh, on Thursday night against St. Helens tended for me to be a bit predictable. A lot of uh, up in the airs and Lachlan Coote seemed really good under the high ball and he diffused all of those. And I think that our try actually came from a kick through from Jansen Turgit, if I remember rightly. It was a bit of a grubber kick. Saints came up with a mistake, and I think looking at the conditions, perhaps varying the kicks might have been uh, been a bit of a better. Way way to go but yeah Robbie yeah poor kick in but uh, we'll forgive him on that one hopefully he can turn that round against Catalan Dragons on Saturday Ricky P says top effort lads man of the match Jackson Hastings Lee Maddox bent ref again man of the match Jansen Turgut uh, I'm not so sure about the, the ref being bent I think there was two tries for me in my opinion in the first half that uh, St. Helens were, were quite fortunate I think the kick through where they got a scrum and it hit this the Salford man I can't remember it was now and um, yeah, I don't think he played for that and then they scored from that piece of play and then the, the bomb went which went up from Teal Farge and Naya Levels I thought it bounced off his off his head I didn't think he knocked that one on and Saints again scored from that so I think the scoreline flattered St. Helens for me and I, I, I think the referee gave a few odd decisions but I don't I say it was, it was Ben and well perhaps he was I don't, I don't know you can use your own opinion on that one I think I think it was a bit harshly done to the scoreline flattered St Helens for me I think 16-4 might have been, uh, been a fairer scoreline Richard Morton says where's Louis gone and his man of the match was Jackson Hastings Harvey Reid says Saints so good man of the match Jackson Hastings David Anderson says easy Easy peasy. I can't repeat the word in the middle that he said, but uh, yeah, I suppose it was for St. Helens, really, in the end. And Scott says Salford beat themselves. Connor, 1993, says loads of injuries and man of the match was Turgut. And Nick Sampson says the right side was... Uh, Robbins, I won't use the word he said, but yeah, we, there's improvements there to be made. We've got to get remember Saitlands are, are a quality side, aren't they? And uh, I think for me, for me personally, I think we was a bit sort of were a bit conservative on, in that game on uh, on Thursday night, and we, perhaps we could have uh, could have tested them. I don't think we tested Saitlands as much as we could have done, but 26 points to four. I think there's positives we can take out of the game, and obviously we've got another tough trip to Catalan Dragons on Saturday. But that's all your three word match reports. Thanks for sending them in, and get some more sent in to us for this week's game. On Saturday at Callum. Here is this week's Devil in the Detail amateur report and we'll start off this week with the National Conference Leagues. In the Premier Division, Rochdale Mayfield got their season off to a fantastic start. They won away from home against Underbank Rangers by 28 points to 20. In Division 2, Saddleworth Rangers got a draw away from home against Mighton Warriors. That finished 24 points apiece. And in Division 3, Waterhead Warriors beat Gateshead Storm by 46 points to 16. Oldham St. Anne's beat Salford City Roosters 34 points to 18. The Roosters were 18 points to nil down in that game. They came back to level and then Oldham St. Anne's ran away with it in the end. Jonathan Openshaw, though, had a fantastic game for the Salford City Roosters. He scored three tries and three goals. So uh, 
Commiserations to the Roosters, but they got a win last week, so it's one win and one defeat so far for them this season. They've got a chance to get their second win when they play at home to Drillington this coming Saturday. Also this Saturday, it's Lee East against Oldham St. Anne's. Waterhead Warriors against Dewsbury Celtic. Both those games are Division 3 games. And in Division 2, Pilkington Rex play at the Saddleworth Rangers. There's no game for Rochdale-Mayfield as they're in Challenge Cup action, as I'll mention a bit later on in the amateur report. They're playing Thato Heath Crusaders, but I'll give you all the fixtures for the Challenge Cup a little bit later on. Well, the North West Men's League kicked off on Saturday the 2nd of March. All the results are here for you. Ashton Bears 24, Rochdale Mayfield 8-0. That was in the Premier Division. In Division 1, Widnes Tigers 26, Folly Lane 16. Division 2, Berry Broncos 28, Lee Minor Rangers A16. Langwith Reds 38, Wigan St. Patrick's A6. And West Horton Lions 38, Pilkington Rex A0. In Division 4, Chester Gladiators 6, Caddies and Rhinos 48. North Wales Crusaders A26, Rochdale Cup. Cobras 26 and there was one result in Division 5 involving our local size. That was Bolton Met 6, Newton Storm 38. The fixtures for this coming weekend, these are going to be played on Saturday the 9th of March. Division 1, Folly Lane are at home to Holden Sims Cross. Oldham St Anne's A are at home to Hares Finch. In Division 2, Berry Broncos play along with the Reds. Charlie Panthers play West Horton Lions and Pilkington Rex A play the Manchester Rangers. In Division 4, Caddies and Rhinos are at home to Blackpool Scorpions. Saddleworth Rangers A are at home to Garswood Stags. And in Division 5, Salford City Roosters A play Blackpool Stanley. Goldbone Parkside play Bolton Mets. Higginshaw play Clockface Miners A. And Newton Storm play the Wigan Springview A. In the Northwest Youth League, on Saturday the 10th of March, the fixtures are as follows. In the under-18s Premier Division, it's Holton Farmworth Hornets against Oldham St. Anne's. Rochdale Mayfield against Lee Minor Rangers. Saddleworth Rangers against Lee East. And Shevington Sharks against the Waterhead Warriors. In Division 2 of the under-18s, Salford City Roosters play Wigan St. Pat's and West Horton play Folly Lane. In the under-16s, this coming Sunday, the Premier Division, it's Saddleworth against Latchford Giants. Division 1, Walney Central against Oldham St. Anne's and Waterhead Warriors against Lee East Division 2, Ulverston against West Horton Rochdale Mayfield against Burton Wood and Portico Vine against Folly Lane and finally in Division 3 of the under 16s it's Berry Broncos against Crossfields and Wigan St Jude's versus Caddies and Rhinos there's just one fixture involving our local university sides this coming week. It's on Wednesday the 6th of March and that's in the Northern 1A Division and that's between Edge Hill and Salford so as I just mentioned a little earlier, it's the Challenge Cup third round action this coming weekend. I've got the fixtures here for you as well. The first game is on Friday the 8th of March, that's at 7.45 kickoff. That's Doncaster against Coventry Bears. On Saturday it's Hunslet against West Bowling, Newcastle Thunder against West Wales Raiders. Thato Heath Crusaders play Rochdale Mayfield, that matches on BBC Online at 2 o'clock. West Hull play Dewsbury Moor, Wigan St Jude's against Lock Lane, York Acorn against Featherstone Lions. And on Sunday, there's a few more ties on Sunday, Keith the Cougars play Distington, London Scholars play the North Wales Crusaders, Oldham at home to Haydock, Whitehaven play Wigan St Pat's and there's a game on the Our League app and that's between Workington, Town and Siddle. Well that's all I've got for you on this week's Amateur Report. I shall see you in France on Saturday for Catalan against Salford. Well, as I mentioned a little bit earlier on, there's a bit of fundraising news that, that we need to discuss on uh, on this pop-up podcast, and it's the uh, the Summit for the Soul Boys who've been doing some fantastic fundraising. I believe at weekend they uh, they managed to mount their uh, scaffold pike. They've been uh, climbing the, these peaks for uh, raising money for um, 
men's mental health, but they were at Scaffold Pike at the weekend, and I believe they're off to Snowden next. But I'll just give you a bit of information on what the guys are doing. Something for the Soul is a charity campaign set up by Steve, Nathan, Reese, Ryan, Peter, and Mike. They've decided to climb numerous peaks across the UK to raise awareness and money for the men's mental health, specifically, sorry, for state of mind sport. Mental health is very close to the group's hearts, with a couple of them suffering their own problems over the years. They hope their efforts will help to raise awareness and allow males who stay silent know that it's okay not to be okay and it's okay to speak about your problems the guys say that climbing the peaks will be nothing in comparison to what these men are battling this terrible illness go through on a daily basis they've raised over a thousand pounds so far and it's great to see Salford Red Devils players are getting behind them on, on social media I know Daniel Murray was, was on there a few weeks ago as well talking about them so like I said they're at Scaffold Pike at the weekend they've, they've got, a book, got up that and, <coughs> excuse me, and they've done really really well so the lads there Steve, Nathan, Reese, Ryan, Peter and Mike you're doing an absolutely fantastic job you know keep it going I'll just give you the details of they've got a Just Giving page it's something for the soul is the Just Giving page and they've also got um, I think it's a website you can go on it's www.justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash summit for the soul we'll get Rob to put it on the uh, the Facebook page and the Twitter page as well I think he has been sharing it to be honest with you anyway but give those guys a follow and give them all the support you can as well so well done lads so that's all I've got for you this week on this week's Devonly Detail pop-up podcast safe journey to everybody who's travelling over to, to France to watch Salford against Catalan Dragons at the weekend and enjoy it if you're watching it on the television in this country as well it should be a fantastic uh, fantastic trip I know people are going out on Wednesday Thursday all different days of the week it's going to be a great game hopefully and uh, you know, hopefully we can get a result over there that would be fantastic that 3 out of 5 has been a decent start to the season hopefully we can get a result over there so safe travels to everybody I'll hopefully catch up with a few of you over there I'm travelling out on, on Saturday taking my dad so I'm really looking forward to it safe journey God bless I'll see you soon